Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover the life application section from the seed of disregard. So let's go ahead and get started. As you have seen how the enemy has tried to plant the seed of disregard, as well as the roots of indifference, despair, and frustration into you, it becomes necessary to challenge yourself on how you see yourself and how you see others. When you look at society, there are so many outlets and venues and even just technology They can push you into focusing only on yourself. If you continue to embrace that type of mindset, you may find yourself falling into the hands of the enemy because the distractions that you indulge in will keep you from spending quality time with God. As I have discussed with you in the past, the enemy wants you to show a disinterest either with yourself or with others so that the enemy can plan his attack of destruction into your life. He may even make subtle comments here and there, and you may not think much of them in the beginning. However, if you continue to just brush over them and don't address it, those minimal things may start to grow and turn into greater problems that you just didn't even see coming. The way to avoid the enemy's attacks is to continue to be submissive and obedient to the will of God. As I shared with you in the biblical approach section, it is important to make sure that you are listening to the voice of God and doing what he says to do. You will always have a choice to make. Will you listen to what God says? Or will you do what you want to do and go into a different direction? The enemy is always tempting you to do things to please your flesh. Now, you may not see the harm in it because you feel the satisfaction from it. However, God has a specific assignment for you to do, and there is a process that has taken place to build his kingdom. When you go outside of God's plan to do the things that you want to do, then you also are affecting his plan. Please do not keep focusing on pleasing yourself and giving in to what you want to do. As you saw with Jonah, he didn't go to Nineveh in the beginning when God had told him to. And because of that, he suffered. And he also still ended up right back at the same place again. Jonah went to Nineveh the second time and could have avoided that suffering that he went through by being stuck in the mouth of a big fish. Now, if he had just obeyed God the first time, he could have prevented all the trials and tribulations that he had faced earlier. 
understand that God knows all things and sees all things. Because of this, you have to trust him as a loving father and do the things that he wants you to do. He knows what lies ahead and he is not going to lead you astray. He is going to lead you in a way that will accomplish the plan that he has for your life. Now the question is, do you believe what God says? And more importantly, do you know what he says? Do you study his word and listen to what he is saying to you? If you are not spending that time with God, how are you knowing what he is saying to you? Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And again, that's Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Now, it becomes so important to know what God is saying. You can only do that if you are reading and meditating on his word and allowing it to resonate into your spirit. The enemy has tried to place as many things as possible in front of you so that you will do everything in this world. But please spend time and know what God's word is saying to you. From the time that you come into the world until you reach adulthood, there are so many things that are pulling at you to become what you want to be in life. Now you are developing physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, and financially. However, you may lack developing spiritually because there is not as much as an emphasis on it as the other components that I had just shared. Now, you constantly hear about developing in the other areas, including mentally and emotionally, because you hear the increase of people's mental health being challenged. However, one of the main components that needs to be developed becomes an option. And in many cases, there is not a significance in developing it. The main component is the development of your spirit. Now, the other day, I heard Bishop T.D. Jakes explain our existence with great clarity. He said that we are a spiritual being. We are a spiritual being we have a soul, and we put on a physical body. Now, when you look at it like that and know that we are a spiritual being and it is our spirit that connects to God and goes home to be with him in heaven when we leave this earth, if that is the main component, why is the main component not the one being chosen consistently? Mainly, it is because of the distractions that the enemy keeps trying to do in our lives so that it is not developed. The less that we know about who we really are in our spiritual beings, the less that God's plan is accomplished, thus lessening God's kingdom from being more developed and built. As a result, when you don't know who you are and what you are supposed to be doing for God, You walk around aimlessly. 
God wants so much for your life. You must make developing your spirit not just a priority, but the priority for your life so that you are doing the will of God. He has created you for a specific purpose. And so the question remains, are you living in it? And if not, are you going to make a conscious decision to start spending some quality time with God so that you can know who you are as God is trying to just shape and mold you into his image? Hopefully and prayerfully, you will make a conscious effort to do so. Now, the enemy has been wreaking havoc, and as much as it is easy to blame him for everything that goes on in your life, there still has to be an accountability that you take for yourself. Yes, he may tempt you to do this or that, but you make the final choice in the direction that you go in. The things of the world and all of the success in it causes more motivation and drive to keep doing whatever it takes to accomplish. However, nurturing, developing, and strengthening your spiritual being becomes minimized because you have a tendency to look with the eyes instead of listening to your voice that is inside of you. At some point, you must find a way each day to take the time to develop it and for you to just be more conscious of listening to God as he speaks to you. Now, Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And again, that's Psalm 119 verse 105. Now, do you really believe that his word is guiding you and directing your path? Are you operating in that mindset? He wants the connection and he wants you to have that same intensity, urgency, determination, excitement, and even perseverance in having an intimate relationship with God as you continue to just try to show who you are by displaying some of the gifts and the talents that he has given you. Your spiritual being needs to start being at the front of the line in development and not at the end of the line. You must start looking at this differently than how you have looked at it in the past. You owe it to yourself, to God, and to all the people that you will influence. You just have to make sure that you are going in the right direction and seeking after it. Hopefully by now, you have been developing a personal and close relationship with God, and you have set up an appointed time with him each day. Now, if you haven't, it is never too late to start one and to make that a priority every single day. The enemy will keep trying to distract you, but you have the power within to reject his tricks. Let me add, it is more than you just saying that you go to church whether periodically or consistently. It is more than you saying that you read the Bible every now and then. It is more than you just saying that your family does certain things. It is about you and you personally taking the time to know him and to spend time with him 
and to seek his face and to hear him and to follow him and to just do for him, but more importantly, to love him. Now, 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 says, So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. And again, that's 1 John chapter 1, verse 6. Only you and God know the amount of time that you are spending with him. Please let today be your start in building a close and personal relationship with him if you haven't built one yet. He is waiting with open arms to receive you. Now, when you start hearing God speak to you, you will question why it took you so long to get to this point. Now, granted, sometimes people only give you what they learn along the way. Now, I'm not saying to blame people because they didn't do this for you or they didn't equip you with the right tools and you had to actually suffer. God knows where you are and what has transpired in your life. Even when you may have heard about God when you were younger, each person has an opportunity to come to God regardless of what your age is. Whatever has happened in your life present day that is causing you to have a deeper desire to get to know him, just celebrate that. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat other people up by blaming them. And don't feel that it is too late to learn about who God is. As long as you have breath on this earth, God is giving you another chance to get to know him. Just please just try your best to embrace this opportunity and get to know who he is and what he wants to do in your life. Now, the seed and roots of disregard may have tried to cause as much destruction into your life, but praise God that he has planted the seed of compassion into you to have a genuine care and concern for yourself, for others, and more importantly, for God. God wants you to do his will, and you must want to do that also. You will see that as long as you are building that close and personal relationship with him, it will be your heartfelt desire to do his will. So just make sure that you are conscious of that and staying obedient to what God is wanting you to do so that you can operate in your spiritual being. Now, I see that I am out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.